0: Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place, because this is the Build Your Network podcast. Before we get into today's show, I have to ask you a question. Have you tried booking big name guests for your podcast, your YouTube channel, virtual summit, blog, or other content that you have, but you're just getting lost in email hell, being locked out by gatekeepers and unable to confirm a solid date? Or maybe you want to bring more attention to your content or your business by being a guest on other people's shows, but you're just not sure how to formulate your pitch or get a hold of the right hosts? Trust me, as a top 25 business podcaster, I've been through it all too. And that is exactly the reason that I created Guestio. Guestio is an all-in-one tool dedicated to helping you streamline your guesting workflow and grow your audience through finding, booking, and managing the top-tier guests and shows that you actually want. Discover new guests and platforms, schedule interviews on your booking calendar, communicate seamlessly with our built-in messaging system, download an easily shareable press kit complete with bio, headshots, links, and anything else that you might need for your creation process, and manage all of that from one easy to use dashboard. That's right. You can book guests like Manny Pacquiao, Jordan Harbinger, Lori Harder, Brandon Turner, and many, many others without ever leaving Guestio. So if you are tired of being rejected and ignored by top guests and platforms and sick of using 12 tools just to manage your interview workflow, then you're going to want to head over to Guestio.com right now to sign up for your free account and start using Guestio today. That's Guestio.com, G-U-E-S-T-O. It's time to build your network with Guestio. And now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BYN Breakdown. I'm here with my producer, Eric. Say what's up? What's up? All right. Thank you. And I don't know about you guys, but I had a massive breakdown after watching the debate this year, the first presidential debate for the 2020 election. And we just have some thoughts that we want to share because it seems like nobody can have conversations anymore without yelling, without throwing stuff, without crazy hatred and anger toward each other. And so, this is not going to be anything political. Don't worry. You're not going to have to unsubscribe or subscribe harder or whatever your reaction would be to a political discussion. We just want to talk about how to have conversations with people that you disagree with. And this is something in your communication that is going to be a factor, especially if you're listening to this show because you are are trying to become a better networker. You're trying to build better relationships with people. The fact is, you're going to have to learn how to communicate with and get along with people who don't share the same exact views as you do all the time. And you're actually going to find that's probably going to do a, be a really big detriment to your business and to the different opportunities that you have in front of you if you are only ever bringing in people who agree with you all the time. This is an episode that we're putting together just all about how to have those types of conversations. So Eric, go ahead and get
1: us started off with the first thing that we came up with. The first thing that came up to me, and I noticed this, especially in the social media dialogue that was happening, or if I can even call it dialogue that happened after the debate. (laughs) Yeah, not sure it qualifies as dialogue yet. Right. Everybody listens to respond, not to hear. And something, I know I was just talking about it, but something that I think about all the time doing my show and, and having conversations with other people is I'm always thinking to myself, like how can I listen to hear not to respond? And I know we share the same religious background. And I think one of the things that I was always taught to do is always have an answer, always have an answer, always have an answer. And the truth is you don't always have an answer. Sometimes you have to hear another side out and sometimes they're not looking for an answer. They just want to be heard. And So the first thing that I would just say is listen to hear, not to respond. Don't just sit there trying to build up your argument the whole time someone's talking.
0: Yeah. Anybody who's in any sort of friendship, relationship, marriage, like any sort of interaction with other humans, one of the biggest things that we need or want is validation from the other person that we are... That our opinion is real or that we are correct for feeling the way that we're feeling. like That's all most people want. And if you can't even start there, then the conversation is immediately going to digress and move into both of your confirmation biases that you came into the conversation with and that's going to reign supreme. All it's going to do is make the other person bite down on the thing that they believe in and then make you bite down on the thing that you believe in and then you're both going to look for evidence to support what you believe rather than basing what you believe on what the evidence suggests. Right. And and so you you got to start off with listening to hear not to, uh, and, and really listening to understand, like trying yeah. to listen to somebody and put yourself in their shoes for a second and really try to get where they're coming from, not listening for holes in their argument. And that's kind of what we're talking about with the religious thing. Is that was one of the the first things that started making me be open to hearing other people's perspective even on religion and things was that I started realizing one day that I was trained my whole life to go bring people to my church. And we literally every Saturday and I know this we had soul winning and we'd go out and we would knock doors and we'd hand out invitations to church. Like I was like 12 years old, bro, asking people if they died today, if they would go to heaven on their front porch on a Saturday morning, you know what I mean? They're like in their boxers eating a bowl of cereal, their kids behind them watching Saturday morning cartoons. And I'm asking them this crazy, deep spiritual Like It was was something that we were just trained to do. But I knew when I I was an adult, I knew that if somebody that was of a different religion, a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon or, or a Buddhist or whatever it was, if they invited me to go to their church or their mosque or their mass or whatever it would be, if they invited me to go there, I knew that I would say no immediately, but I expected them to say yes to me. Like yeah. I wanted them to be totally open to hearing my worldview that I looked at as being empirically and absolutely true, but I wasn't open to hearing their worldview, which they believed to be empirically and absolutely true. Yeah. And it was this just moment of realization that I had where it was just like, man, This is the height of hypocrisy. If I expect all these other people to do this for me and I'm not willing to do it for them, that's completely an unfair proposition. And so that's really when I started doing exactly this. Started listening to people in conversations to actually hear what they had to say. Instead of listening to them to be like, oh, what about this? You know what I mean? I know that because when we were in, even in Bible college, like it it was a breakdown of religion by how we could overcome their objections to our religion, not by actually trying to understand
1: what it is that they believe. Well, it's not just religion. We do this in relationships too. I I catch myself where my wife will start saying, oh, you need to do this. and But the minute that first sentence comes out of her mouth, I'm thinking like, Oh, I've got her with this and this right right when she finishes. And yeah, we do it with just waiting for the last word. It's looking for those holes to to fight back on. But I I think that kind of leads us to the second thing we talked about, which is you have to process the information so you, you can hear it, which I think everyone hears the information to some extent, but you also have to be empathetic in how you process that information. You have to digest in a way where you're thinking not just about the words that they're saying, but why, what is motivating all of this conversation.
0: Yeah. And there's something called perspective, which yeah.
1: is basically
0: the lens through which you view the world based on everything that's happened into in your life up to this point, right? Your, your parents, your culture, your environment, your teachers, your coaches, your authority, the part of the world you grew up in, the country that you grew up in, the city or a state that you grew up in, like the local air, everything has formed this, This pair of glasses that you have on permanently all the time. And that's what you view the world through. And it's sometimes really arrogant or cocky of us to sit there and be like, if I were raised like that person was raised, if I was enough, I would be the same person that I am right now. And it's really easy for us to say that because there's obviously no way that we could ever experience something similar to that. But the facts are, I guess I can't say facts because we don't know, but, but I would be willing to bet a good amount of money that if you looked at somebody across the table from you who you utterly, completely disagree with on the majority of major issues of religion, politics, you name it. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors And you were to be put into their shoes, you were raised the same way, you had the same parents or lack of parents, you had the same schooling, same education, same everything. If you were put into their shoes, you would more or less be the same person that they are, maybe minus a few personality type things or yeah. differences. And uh, having that understanding of just being like, you know what, if it weren't for this thing or that other thing, I would probably be in a very similar position to where they are, it, it almost makes. It it makes you humanize everybody and it makes you realize like we're all we stem from the same place, the same energy, like we're all the same. We're all looking for the same things. We all have innate desires and wants in life. And when you can find those commonalities and empathize with the fact that you would probably be the same person or you would probably go to the same church if you grew up in the Sudan instead of in Des Moines. Iowa like you're probably going to have different religious yeah. views just because of like the government and the culture and the way that people go about their lives there. It's going to be a completely different pair of glasses that they have on than the ones that you have on. Right. And you got to try to at least borrow their glasses for a second and look at the world through their lenses right. to get a glimpse and, and try to really understand exactly where they are and where they're coming from.
1: Well, yeah, and even if you do disagree with their position, and I think that's where people might get caught up on this is it's not I'm not saying agree with them or excuse, even if you think they're wrong, excuse them being wrong because, but you can at least understand how they got there. And it, it lets you know how they got there, which I think is the most important. I had somebody on my show, so I still consider myself a Christian and I'm Orthodox Christian in many ways, but I had someone on my show deal with church abuse and I had them come on and they shared this horrific story of their experience growing up within that religious system and they made a statement during the show where they said, I believe the doctrine of Christianity is itself abusive. Mm. So I'm sitting there as a Christian host going, I totally disagree with that statement, Yeah, but I had to, in that moment empathize with this was your experience for 20, 30 years. Right. So if I was in that same experience, what would my view of what, like we're sitting there with two different experiences with Christianity completely. Mm. So I have to look and say, look, I disagree with your statement but I can understand with the experiences you had, why you're at that position. And to be honest, the version of Christianity was completely foreign to me. Yeah. And, but I look at that and five years ago, I would have been like, oh, I have no care of what you have to say after exactly. saying that you just totally but instead, with a little bit of empathy, I could say, Oh, I understand why you just said that. Yeah. And- and, and and you,
0: before I would have discounted everything about them. Right. It wouldn't have just been their belief about Christianity. If they said that, I've been like, I don't want to hear anything that you have to say. Like, you're so, like, if you're so dead set on everything that you believe, and uh, then sometimes you're just, you're not just unwilling to hear that person out on that particular topic, it's all of a sudden we disagree on this big political issue and we disagree on this presidential candidate thing. So therefore you don't know anything about marketing or like, right. you don't know anything about movies or whatever it is Politics. you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you, you right. immediately discount everything about them and, and chalk it up to a label. And that's yeah. the most dangerous thing, man. When you just, when you hear somebody say what they believe in, then you you, you, you immediately put them in a label column yeah. and just say, you must be dumb. I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you just must be stupid because there's no you. way that right. you could be smart and end up where you are.
1: And it's just, wow, that's such a damaging mm. perspective to have. Yeah, man, I, I, mean, I could talk about this because I think, I think this is super important, but I just look at what people consume. And even when it's not a direct conversation, I look at people consuming podcasts or, and I saw this after the debate a lot is like people walk away thinking like my guy won or my obviously Trump won obviously. And I was like, Really nobody won in that discussion. <laughs> not in this debate. But but I also walked away from it. I'm like, man, there were certain statements that were made that were like so specifically inaccurate. We don't have to dive into all this, but I'm like there were statements that Trump made where I'm like, that's not really true of Biden. And and there were statements people were making about Trump where I was like, Trump blew the economy you know what I mean? Like yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I was like, it's just crazy to me. But the the truth is, there's people who left that debate. Literally, the channel they watched it on determined what they walked away with. If yeah. they watch CNN, Biden was this well composed, like political, like presidential figure. If they watch Fox, like Trump was like the the you know, hard nosed the, the hard nosed businessman yeah, right. that was like going to smash through all these restrictions that were being put on him. And, but the truth is, most people don't flip those channels. Nobody's right. going back and forth.
0: And, and the thing is, to me, is that's fine if that's what you want to do. Like, I'm not, and I'm telling you what TV to watch or whatever, but my only question or my only um, challenge to you would be if you meet somebody who watched it on Fox and you watched it on CNN don't all don't just cast all these judgments on them because they watched it on fox and 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 obviously not just watched it on fox but comes with all the beliefs that would come with it's just crazy to me how fast people are willing to completely ignore and disassociate with and all this other stuff with people who are really amazing people they just happen to have a different set a different perspective on how the world works and a different set of beliefs around what life should look like in that political or religious spectrum or any of these other things yeah. that are like highly divisive. And it just, it's gotta be, it's gotta be part of it. So that okay, that's a third thing that we were talking about is don't yeah. let your emotions override the facts, which is what you brought up about both candidates and in, in the debate and the moderator got, got in on it as well as just like saying stuff that just wasn't actually true uh-huh. to try to prove a point. And obviously there's big political and psychological persuasion techniques that probably both candidates are trying to employ based on the advice of their campaigns. (laughs) Both candidates
1: are trying to use. Yeah.
0: But, but at the end of the day, people all often let their emotions override the facts and they're not willing to make a secession where maybe a secession should be made. And they're not willing, they're not ever willing to uh, concede and say, you know what, you're right on this one. And to me, it just discounts your opinion. If you're never willing to admit that there's something that you did that was wrong or you're like, you know what I mean? It just, yeah. it, it makes everything that you say, I just don't trust as much anymore because it's like that one was clearly wrong and you're yeah. not even going to fess up to that. Yeah. So what else are you telling me that's completely inaccurate and, and not
1: the truth? Well, like you gotta, you, you can't let your emotions take over like that. Well, that's why it's important to have a diverse like amount of content that you stream, like that's where I just keep circling back to, like and network too, of yeah, people around. And, net- and network and yeah. network, but like what you're consuming. Number one, watch all your political stuff on C-SPAN because there's no commentary on it. <laughs> but uh, but no, I just look at like the last few days. Like I've listened to probably two or three hours of Ben Shapiro. Like while working out, I've listened to Bill Maher. Like two very different people, yeah. and I probably have walked away with the equal amount of disagreeing opinions from both of them. You yeah. know what I mean? But again that's very hard to like, sometimes it's very hard for like my personality type to be like, Oh, let me listen to Ben Shapiro on something. But every time I do and listen with all the stuff we just talked about, right. I'm like, Oh, I just pulled away like three or four really good things. out like, of that, well, Maybe you know? I,
0: I didn't think about that perspective before. You know what I mean? Right. Cause sometimes you can't imagine agreeing with this certain person But then like when you hear the story about what brought them to that belief system, Mm -hmm. it's man, I got to give it up like that. That makes total sense. I like I feel like a dick now because like I made cast all these judgments when I wouldn't didn't even know what this person's story was. And I didn't try to put myself in their shoes. I didn't try to have some understanding and empathy for where their situation was. It doesn't mean that you have to agree. That's completely different. It doesn't mean that you have to land on the same page with everybody you have a conversation
1: with. Yeah. But you don't it, want to be a chameleon where you just flip yeah, flop for right. your position yeah. to everybody you talk if to. If you you, right.
0: you know stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything type thing on on that stuff. So you have to be able to believe in what you believe in. But there's a way to do it in a civil way that allows you to continue relationships with people who you might not agree with on certain topics and certain issues. So that was the kind of the third thing that we talked about. And the last thing was have be willing to have messy conversations without being offended all the time. And that's this like the popular thing in culture right now, just to be offended at anything and everything, and to take the fact that you are a that you are offended now. And turn it into other people's responsibility to watch out or to watch out for your feelings this is a concept that's been popularized recently by a lot of pop culture and hollywood and stuff like that and it's just an impossible way to go throughout life because there's billions of people on the planet and everybody has different cultures different perspectives different upbringings there's no way that you can go throughout life without ever offending anyone by anything so you you but then those are the same people who want the quote unquote open discussions and let's have a conversation. And it's I can't have a conversation because if I express anything about what I believe, or even have a question about what you believe that I don't understand, you fly off the handle and talk about how I just offended you and then throw labels at me like racist, homophobic and all the other ones that go along with it. So like you, you can't be, you can't say, let's have the conversation and then get offended because somebody has a different view. Like maybe they're really genuinely trying to understand where you're coming from, but this just doesn't make sense to them. Like I have this question; it just doesn't make any sense to me. Why X, Y, and Z? Oh, uh, this doesn't make any sense to me. Can you explain to me this? And I think a lot of times, probably the the overreaction there is probably due to the fact that they don't have a great answer for the question and they're not willing to admit that. So they just turn it into you're just a bad person that you would even ask that. Like the fact that you would even think that tells me everything I need to know about you. And then the phrase that everybody says all the time now you're part of the problem. Like yeah. I don't know how many times I've seen that on people's statuses yeah. and stuff like that. You're like if if this is you're part of the problem. If this is you, you're part of the problem and everybody's shouting that at each other and it's okay. I guess everybody's a part of the problem. Because yeah. who's to quantify what the problem is? That's the whole discussion is yeah. what the problem is. You know what I mean? So right. you're just spouting your beliefs as if they are 100% fact. And which is what we already talked about. Don't let your emotions override those facts, but you're stating that belief as fact. And then when anybody disagrees with it and tries to have the conversation, you get immediately offended and just throw labels at them.
1: And let's be real. Like most of the stuff that we get offended by have no bearing on our own personal life whatsoever. There's so many topics that come up where I, I always catch myself. Oh, I'm so offended by this person's like religious belief or people get so offended by someone's sexual preference or and it's like you don't have to marry who they're marrying yeah. you don't have to go to church where they go Not you don't to go have to republican do, or democrat and it, obviously politics it does get into that messy area where it's yes this does impact all of us in some way if this law gets passed or if this bill but at the end of the day most of the things people get really upset about have no like absolutely no take one that everyone's all mixed on if you look at like a Colin Kaepernick situation it's like at the end of the day is this destroying you personally is it affecting you and and I know I know that everybody has a different opinion on that but it's one of those things where it's does that personally affect you or people getting outraged like I said I mentioned the people's sexual preferences like I'm flabbergasted when people get so outraged personally by this and it's like why are you so upset about something that literally they're not forcing you? I get that. If they're yeah. like saying you need to go marry somebody that you're not attracted to, that's a problem. But I don't understand this frustration where it's like, oh, you're doing something in your own personal life. You should life. be exactly like me. And, it's, and we don't realize when we try to solve problems by making people like us, we're doing the thing that we hate other people to do to us, right. <laughs> which is. Yeah, exactly. which is Exactly don't tell me how to worship or do Live this or for yeah right right, exactly. right. or so, spend
0: my sunday mornings like i spend it however exactly. i want to spend sunday mornings <laughs> right yeah. Yeah, so it's it's honestly alarming how many where the discourse has gone over yeah. the course of the last year really um, since quarantine's been starting, but but now being obviously it's always highlighted and exaggerated around an election season. And so I thought this was an appropriate episode for the timing was to, to try to get this out there and get the discourse back on course. That's <laughs> why I keep you around, Eric. <laughs> so I think that's pretty good timing to get this out there for those of you who Uh, are interested in building relationships and communicating with everybody and and, and connecting with everybody regardless of what some of those things might be and, and maybe if you disagree with them on some of those things as well keep that in mind as you go throughout your next virtual networking scenario since we're still living in the virtual world and have some empathy listen to hear and understand not to argue or prove somebody wrong don't let your emotions override the facts of the situation and and don't be offended in those messy conversations that you're having if you're willing to have the conversation you're not allowed to be say that you're willing to have the conversation and then when somebody's actually trying to and you can tell the difference by the way between somebody's trying to stir you you up and somebody who is trying to ask a sincere question and you cannot let yourself get all offended and start tossing labels at somebody every time they have a question about what you believe. So I know that was a little bit off of course, a little bit with what we usually talk about here on the show, but I thought it was appropriate and I think it would be helpful for everybody in their communication going forward. So that's it for today's show. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you want to connect with me and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com group to join my free Facebook group, The Lounge. I'll see you over there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.